From the Salvation Army, you're listening to Wonderful Words of Life. Welcome back to Wonderful Words of Life. I am Bernie Dake, and with me is our new host, Major Cheryl Gillum. Hey, nice to be with you all today again. So we've been talking about uh, revisiting mental health, and I'm just wondering, uh, Bernie, can you remember a time that you've made a rash decision while in the middle of a valley or a very stressful uh, time when you were upset about something? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, I can. And unfortunately, I think when I get emotional, I either eat or I, I just get so upset and then I'm afraid to share it with people yeah. because I'm, I'm kind of a big guy and it can be intimidating. And I don't mean to be that way. I, I really am a lover. But I can think of a situation where people, where someone had come up to me so angry about a situation that was first not my fault mm. and nor my responsibility, but they felt impassioned enough to come to me and just let me have it in an angry way and then walked away. Mm. And I didn't have a chance to respond. I looked at the people that were around us and said, what just happened? And then just started making ultimatums. I want my boss here. I want that guy fired. I want Mm. this and that. And that didn't help the situation. Fortunately, someone with a level head Mm. came to me and said, take a deep breath don't make ultimatums. People may take you up on that. And thirdly, let's, let's kind of get to the root of this and then we'll go to him and, and solve this in a, in a Christ-like manner. Right. So in these situations, we really need to learn not to, or to live above our feelings and Absolutely. not in our feelings. We need to ask God for wisdom, Absolutely. right? So that we can kind of navigate these situations. I mean, all of us have feelings that rise up and we just yeah. want to lash out or we want to, we want to, uh, re- react and yeah. not respond. Right. And Absolutely. so, uh, so yeah, we need to ask God for wisdom in those situations and try to get his perspective. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, this week, as we continue our series with the R we're going to study a moment in the book of Jeremiah where the Lord tells his people to settle down and be patient. Sometimes trusting the plans God has for you is really difficult, especially on a bad day. It can lead us to question and possibly make a rash decision to fix the situation on our own or even run away. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can definitely uh, relate to all this. I mean, Mm. like I said, every one of us deal with the fact that things come at us. Yeah you know, in the, in the, in our everyday lives that, uh, we want to react to. And for me, I just, I really have asked the Lord to just help me to respond Mm. in an appropriate way. Uh, again, not living in my feelings, but respond with wisdom and, and, uh, to kind of be able to step back. Uh, that takes intention though. You know, that's not something that all of us are wired like that where a lot of us are just, you know, trigger happy. We want to just kind of respond or react to things. So I think it's really important that we just kind of ask God to help us to step back and to respond. Absolutely. I think too, running away doesn't solve the problem because it's not resolved. That's right. Um, That's right. uh, Cheryl is from upstate New York originally. Mm -hmm. I'll introduce you just a little bit over the episodes, but uh, in the United States, we would be referred to as Yankees. (laughs) Yes. And there's this thought that Yankees are, are like these really gruff people that just speak their minds. And I don't think that's necessarily true. Of course, everywhere there's different types of people. We all handle things differently. But I, I'm certain what we won't do 
is back down from a problem. We try to address the issue and get to it. Right. I, I know that's you. I you know, I'm, right. I don't want to speak out of turn. What I'm saying is neither of us enjoy confrontation, no. but we won't back down from it either. Absolutely. Because, because at the, at the end of the day, I want right relationship, Absolutely, right? Yeah. So it's not about being confrontational in an ugly way. And by the way, I think Yankees maybe sometimes are a little aggressive because the cold weather, yeah, quite frankly, right. I mean, we're all, you know, that, that Just makes ornery. you up tight. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but the truth of the matter is, is that in my own life, and I'm, I'm sure for you as well, Bernie, that we just want to, you know, we want right relationship with people. We yeah. want to make sure that we're living uh, in such a way that promotes uh, uh, godly um, kingdom relationships. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're not always dealing with people on the other side that are in that position as well or have that as their aim or their goal in life. But truly, we can only be responsible for ourselves. Yeah, that's right. So. Well, listen, we want you to hear this. If you are at a crossroad in your own life, I hope this message will be a blessing to you. Sometimes the best action is to just be still and know that he is God. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. I love Psalm 137, and it's not often read, um, but it says, By the rivers of Babylon we sat and we wept. Mm. When we remembered Zion, uh, there on the poplars we hung up our harps, for our captors asked for us to sing songs, and our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, Sing us those songs of Zion again, won't you? But how can we sing praise to the Lord while in a foreign land? Mm -hmm. um, I think about this all the time, about what exile meant to the Israelites, to the Jews, um, that they lost everything, that even their temple, the, the place where God dwelt, was destroyed. And I can imagine the depression mm. that probably felt like it was overwhelming them. Yeah, yeah. Um I can't imagine losing everything. Uh, I don't know that I've, well, yeah, I, I have lost something very dear to me when my daddy died. Um, that was huge. That was a huge loss for me because along with you, daddy was, uh, represented a pillar of strength for me in my life. He was my go-to and he himself, uh, dealt with mental illness. Um, daddy was a World War II vet and four years after he, uh, came home from the war, um, he, he married within that four years, had two daughters, uh, 24 months apart and his wife wife was tragically burned to death. Mm. So yeah, that I lost, I lost a deep sense when he died. And it's interesting because our parents' generation, mental health was not talked about. We don't think that mental health is talked about now, mm -hmm. but when it was them, and some of us don't even understand the genetic disposition towards, right. um, depression and bipolar and even mm -hmm. schizophrenia and all those types of things mm -hmm. um, because 
it was hidden from us, those secrets um, uh, of our family that we didn't know about. Um, I, I often, you know, think about how eventually, you know, um, the Jews will return to Jerusalem and there's the story of Job and where everything is taken away from Job. Like I can't imagine not Mm. only losing like your father, but losing your kids and your wife, like uh, that, that's gotta be very visceral. Um, and how over the course of 40 chapters, he has these guys who come by him and basically say, you must have done something wrong or yeah, you don't or have enough faith. faith. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ag- agreed. Um, and and I almost wish that Job didn't end the way it did. Mm-hmm. Now, we know the last chapter he's restored like double fold of everything. Um, but I often think of about Habakkuk, the prophet, Mm -hmm. and in chapter three, the last chapter of that book, uh, and he sees the coming destruction of Jerusalem. And in that final chapter, he, you know, after crying out to God, where are you? What are you going to do about this? He realizes that this is coming and nothing's going to stop it. And God is not going to intervene. And those final words of saying, if the if the vineyards are empty, mm-hmm. if there's no sheep in the pen, if everything goes against me, yet I will serve you, Lord. He still took his eyes and looked up to the Lord and said, I will receive my strength from you. Because there was nothing left for strength for him right. in the world, on the earth. Yes, circumstances cannot dictate our decisions, mm-hmm. can they? No. And you and I always have this funny saying, right? Yes, and the months of January through March, we do not make any life-changing decisions. Uh, One, because of seasonal affect disorder plays into it. And then also, uh, we've just come off of a a very busy time in our professional ministry and of Christmas. And so we are dog-tired, if I can say that. Uh, So our minds aren't as keen as they should be because of the physical tiredness. So yeah, we don't make any life decisions. And I think you'll never make um, life decisions when you're in a valley Mm -hmm. um, because the grass does look greener at that time. um, And you're thinking that everything's going to be better. In fact, um, while the people are in exile in Babylon, there's a prophet called Hananiah who tells all the people, hey, we need to rise up. We need to release the chains of bondage. We need to be free. We need to rewrite this justice mm. and go back to Jerusalem and rebuild. And the prophet Jeremiah says, no, no. In fact, God wants you to settle here amidst these foreigners build houses, build vineyards, marry, pray actually for peace in this city that Mm -hmm. is your enemy, um, and do well here because the way you live your life in the valley Mm. is going to be seen in front of your captors. That whole verse that we always cling to of Jeremiah 29, 11 is after Jeremiah has said, stay put, for I know the plans I have for you not to destroy you, but to give you a future of hope. That future of hope is not today and it's not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It might not be next year. It might not even be five years from now. In fact, for the Israelites, it's a course of 40 years. 
if somebody else can see Jesus in the midst of trial and temptation, Mm -hmm. that's what Paul was all about. So, And how we respond and react, uh, though our circumstance doesn't change, it's about our response and our reaction. That's what the world sees um, when we are in that valley. So next week... Um, is actually Palm Sunday, oh. and it's always like a celebrate, celebratory thing, right? And you may know that the first thing that he, Jesus does um, after coming into um, Jerusalem on a donkey is he goes to the temple and drives the money changers mm. out. Yeah, Jesus was angry. <laughs> so this idea, yeah, we celebrate Palm Sunday, but um, as we come into this holy week, we realize that that Jesus himself is filled with a lot of emotions mm-hmm. that we can really resonate with. Our Savior actually went through this difficulty, and we're going to talk about that next week. The Salvation Army's mission, Doing the Most Good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support. And we would love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia. 30359. When you contact us, we'll send you our gift for this series. It's totally free for listeners like you, one per household while supplies last. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for Wonderful Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Wonderful Words of Life.